clear Coming through geocache talk A voice on the line I hear Coming through geocache talk It's time for geocache talk Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are We hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching if you're watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for our opening and our featured patrons, Irish Allen, R. Cool and PJ Cool 711, CJ Hove. Lady Black Cat, RAR285, Chihuahua Jill, R&M Cashers, Cal Running, DE Crypto Man, Julie D, and our new patrons, Team Murky, 1940 Chevy, Joyful Nomad, and Gobi Geocachers. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link. It's the little heart on the front page of the Geocache Talk website. Or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin. Oh, yep. Which one are you doing? Uh, you know, I was debating, but uh, I, I want to show off my gold one again. Oh, you already beat me to it. Look, I got my green one back. That Yeah, you did get your green one back. That's right. And you blamed it on uh, somebody else, I believe. I blamed it on grandchildren. I blamed it on everybody but you. UFOs. I blamed it on Sasquatch. I blamed it on everybody, but it was my own fault. But I have my green coin. It was in, I have a container back over here that has swag and has containers and stuff that I, geocaching bin. And I don't know how it got in there. I still don't understand how it got in there. But it did, and I found it, and I was like, oh, my hey, God. At least you found it. <laughs> so I was pretty excited uh, to find it. So anyway, it made my week, along with lots of other things, which includes um, what we're about to talk about in the news. So um, I'm going to hit our bumper music for the news, and Jesse, if you would bring up our guests here in a minute. Well, welcome, guests. We're going to we'll go around the room. We'll say hi to everybody, uh, and then we'll talk about why you're with us tonight. It's very exciting stuff. So um, I guess we'll start. Uh, Tim, uh, you're sort of the some of the impetus for this. So, Tim, why don't you kind of explain what we're doing? All right. Well, I'm Merlin1392 out of Michigan, and a number of years ago, I got to meet Claire in something called a Joy and Noel which basically is a holiday mission where we do good things. It kind of enrolls a secret Santa and a pen pal all in one. It's a holiday themed event where you take one unactivated geocoin and a card and you send it off to someone. The someone is determined by your name that you send to Claire and you can send one, two, three, a whole bunch, but whatever you commit to, you're sending out. So usually one to five is about the total. 
Uh, you sign up for missions. Claire will randomly pick a name for you to send a coin to, and she will give your name to somebody else. Generally, it won't be the same person that you send to. And you send your stuff off, and then you kind of wait in the mail for stuff to come to you, and you get a Christmas present. That's very so cool. with 2020 being the the the, uh, the stinky Fred, year that it's been, yeah. I thought we needed to spread this joy far and wide, and so I contacted you guys, and you gratefully had us on. No, oh, absolutely. And we were talking a little bit before the show, but Claire, um, tell everybody how long you've been doing Joy Noel, or is is what's referred to now as the is the Happy Holidays mission. Hi, my name is Claire. I should have. Hi, I should have written my caching name also. I just realized you all have your caching name, and I don't have mine. That's okay. Okay, so it's Laval K nine L A V A L K nine for dogs because we love dogs. Like yes. you can see the calendar behind me. That's very cool. <laughs> Okay, so we started doing mission back in 2010. So this will be our 19th mission. We did some for Easter, Christmas, once for Halloween and once for Valentine's Day. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, and our biggest year was uh, in 2016, we had 129 participants. Can we beat that this year? We will see. We already have 27 participants, and it was announced only yesterday, if I remember correctly. Wow. Mm -hmm. Scrabblehound says she signs up every year for the Happy yes. Holidays mission. It was so fun. Hi, Barbara. I start to remember names of people who enter often. Yeah. So um, another exciting year. So, uh, Kelly, um, tell everybody um, about yourself a little bit and, and – how you got involved in, in helping with the mission? Well, I'm Geo Charmer 81. I, I put my name up, Claire. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Don't drop it in my face, please. <laughs> next time, next time I will know. <laughs> okay. uh, she'll get me the next time we're at Midwest Geo Bash. I get, yes. uh, I'll guarantee that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I started, um, I'm kind of a little bit obsessed with uh, the forums and the geocaching in general. And right. I had started watching a couple other missions. And the first one that I started and participated in um, was done by our other friend, um, Keeney Aunt. Okay. Um, Ted from Ontario, Canada. Yeah, and Canada. Oh, oh. Canada. Yay. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> he, had done, he had done one for Halloween. And Halloween is my favorite holiday. Right. And then I started uh, signing up for the other ones, several that Claire has run. And there are a couple other people that had run missions. Um, now I seem to have taken over Halloween. Oh, okay. And um, we still do, um, obviously, the Christmas one. Sure. And Halloween. Uh, we used to have ones um, run by other folks for you know just because or for other little holidays that you know since you know postage is getting outrageous for everybody sure um, we've kind of fallen away from you know the just uh, everyday ones and i had done some research uh as tim had mentioned um i did the other podcast 
Uh, oh, we, we, don't, we, don't, we love the other podcast. Yeah, podcasts. we don't care. You can say okay, anything. That's 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 yeah, we're, we're not in competition. We like them. Yeah. Okay, I had done a little bit of research, and the oldest mission that I found out about um, was back in 2008. Oh, wow. So the missions wow. have been going on for a very, very long time. That's awesome. And that was before I even started caching. And then, um, you know, I got... You know, it goes through cycles, how popular they are. Sure. But, you know, it's really neat to, you know, we learn people's customs in their countries and oh, yeah. meet other people. And then um, I haven't met Tim in person, but we've done missions together. And um, I guess Tim and Claire seems like they've met. Never. No, we've this is oh, the first no. time tonight. Oh, we've just talked about it. Uh, first time. Involved. Yep, first I time. I wrote an article with Claire's help for FTF Magazine, which yeah. uh, also will explain a lot about the missions more than we can do justice on the show tonight. Okay. And we're going to be giving away. We're going to give away a prize. Um, you have you have this week up until up until uh, the next show. Until Saturday, okay, the twenty-first at midnight. So before um, Central Time, before the the clock strikes midnight in Central Time Zone on the twenty-second, to send us the answer to this question, which is, what you have to tell me the volume number and the issue number. Of geo of FTF Geocacher magazine that that had this article in it. Mission possible. Mission possible. I'm just making sure there's nothing on the. Yeah, you can't can't get it from from from, from the side there. <laughs> you have to go back and look and see if you saw the side of it. That's it. Yeah, it's a great right. article, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. And. Um, Thank you. Final final words from everybody as we wrap well, up. Before we get to final words, so let me let me ask a couple questions. So let's say I've never participated in this before. Uh, go to the website that Gary's about to show, or the email. Yeah. There's a, there's this is a this form using an email too. I need to get a new trackable that has or hasn't been activated. Has not been activated. No, no, not not activated. Right. No, okay. it can be as long as it's a regular size. It may be a round one okay. or a shaped one. Okay, it's still okay. But so not, not the main, uh, not, not a small, small one. one. Yeah, okay. Standard yeah. standard size geocoin has to be a okay. coin. Coin, yeah, yeah. Not, unactivated. Unactivated. Not a path. Not a path tag. Not a path tag. Not a path tag. But coin. you can add path tags to your if you add trinkets in your package. Which is uh, not uh, mandatory. You can still put only a card and a dual coin, and you can add things like I'm going to add some chocolate, chocolate, oh, some right. Oh, cool. Stickers. So it's up to you, but as long as you send the coin and the card, it's perfect. That's all I ask. So, awesome. where, what is this card that you're talking about? Is that just a card to say hey, or do you give me some instructions on that? Just a Christmas card. Mine will be in French because people uh, tend to like having things in French from another okay. country. Yeah. And you mail it as soon as possible. You see, I'm 
right now I'm taking names and I think you have until like uh, November the 25th or the 26th and two days after I'm going to write each participant to give them the name of the person they have to send their mission to with the address and everything else with a few more listed rules because I don't want people to screw up things. Sorry for the... I want to, everything to be perfect. I try my best so everybody will be happy. It may take weeks and even sometimes months before they will get their mission, but they will get a mission at the end. And you oh, see my name good. here. Yeah. I, uh, which uh, this good. That's oh, my name. I should oh, have written yeah. on the... <laughs> Awesome. That's okay. That's okay. Gary, Gary okay. if you would bring up that forums, bring up the forums link, Gary. That's yeah, the that's the one we want. That if you go to the forums, that's where you'll find out how to enter the missions, right. and then you'll get Claire's email address as well to send her your information because you don't put your information in the forums. Right. The, for, the forum you activate and say I want to participate, and how many missions you'd like to participate in and then you email Claire your information. So this forum link is really the key okay. to where you want to go. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, the forum link is in the show notes. So go to the forum link and follow the instructions. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, uh, when you say people have to realize, realize that they will send a package to someone, but they won't probably receive from the same person it's not just a trade between two people. You will send to someone and you will get something from someone else. You understand? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's okay. perfect. Mm -hmm. There you go. And, uh, so with that, uh, let's make it a very happy holiday. That's right. We want 200 this year. 200? Okay, let's go. 200. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that link to the forums will also be in the, the show notes for this for anybody that's listening yes. or is listening later. The link is in the show notes. So. Yep. Okay. And I will also announce it in, uh, on Facebook in the Geocache, uh, Geocoin Addicted group. Oh, yeah. I will yeah. Uh, may have a link there for the uh, forum. Awesome. Very good. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining tonight and yeah, you. filling us in on this, uh, this mission. And it's always exciting to hear about it. So, again, thank you guys so much for coming on. And like you said, we're looking forward to hearing how it goes. Mm -hmm. We'll let okay. you know when, when it's all done. Thank you, guys. Okay, right, bye. bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. There we go. That was cool. That's a good way to end 2020, right? Uh, some extra fun and some extra geocoins. You, you, it's hard to beat that. No, yeah, it's perfect. Uh, I love it. I, I've heard about it for years, and then I'm glad Tim sort of reminded me that that was still going on and that the information, you know, he gave me the information about it. He didn't say he wanted to come on. He just sent me the info, but I, you know, knowing Tim and knowing this project, I was like, I really, I really want this to, to carry on. And it sure, you know, I, I didn't know he'd, they'd, I mean, I'm glad that they promoted this on another podcast. I wasn't trying to, I didn't even know that they did that. So yeah, it's I'm, always okay. We don't, we don't mind mentioning other podcasts on this show. No, it's okay. It's we're, 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 we're thumbs up yeah. on that for, I'm glad that they got the word out in other places as well. So. None Very of that happened to retire a full-time job. This is for fun. This is the love of the game <laughs> <That's right. laughs> by far. So yeah. Um, you Dak, there's well, a Geo uh, Geoquinetics Facebook. Of course there is, you know that, come on. Which is funny because, you know, I was going to say that, you know, people love 
uh, getting packages in the mail, especially if it's a GeoCoin. Yeah. But I think during this time, I may need to go to like one of those groups because I've ordered so much from Amazon. I get sad when I don't get an Amazon package. Yeah. And um, whether it, you know, coins would be a lot better, but you almost expect to order a package every single idea, every single day now. So one of those might as well have some, uh, some geo coins in it. Absolutely. Plus yeah, maybe it'll be a pen pal after that. Right. Oh, perfect. Yeah, exactly. You make yeah. a contact in another country and you can keep talking about it. So yeah, no, that's like perfect. It. Awesome. Yes, uh, Darren, you're right. That was a very awesome idea. And uh, hope everything's going good in Monday. Make sure I get that right. I screwed that up on Tuesday this week when I was on Puzzle Talk and said, I asked Darren how Thursday was going. He's like, I have no idea. I don't know that far in the future. It's like, oh, yeah, it would only be Wednesday in, in, in Australia. and But I got the days right. So it's, it's now Monday in Australia. So hopefully right. Monday is going well. So all right, let's get into the topic. Um, and this is an interesting topic because, um, well, you, you've been teasing people for weeks about the big news. Yes. Right. And so I guess we'll let them off the hook and tell them that the big news is going to come on the podcast. I hope. Oh yeah. We should wrap up the We've news. We've been teasing them for weeks and weeks. Yep. We are not announcing the big news tonight, but it's coming on podcast. I hope, which is when December 6th. That's right. Coming up huge, huge, big part of the year for us. So nobody forget it. Podcast I hope is coming up. We're pulling out all the stops for it like we do every year. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's um we got a good we got a good lineup. Uh always different. We have a you know um always uh interesting, you know, last year with um um you know, with obviously have Mike Rowe on. That was huge. Yeah. Um but we've got interesting. We're, we're gonna we, we're putting together a little montage promo video, mm-hmm. and we'll be showing that soon. Um, Derek of Baker Six Clan is putting that together. We have one guest that we are still um, trying to tentative. Uh, yeah, he's, the person's still tentative. We're hoping to sort of nail them down for the last spot. Um, but oh my gosh, Derek, look how mean this is. Look what Tom said. No one else would tell me. No one else would That would be uh, that'd be kind of crazy. We're not quite that cruel. We're not that bad. I am. Gary will not be able to not spill the beans that long. Yeah, eight hours of talking. There's no way that Gary's going to be able to make it through that. No, no, I couldn't. But yeah, we're we're very excited, uh, and we are going to, uh, like you said, we're we're the teasing of the event is no longer December sixth. Tune in. Well, tune in for podcast to hope. I mean, it's incredible, but um, we are going to announce this major event or announcement, whatever you want to call it, that's coming up. So, all right, um, what did we? What did I miss in the? I got, I got, I'm, I've gotten distracted by this great. Um, um, we're on to our topic now. Okay, yeah, I know we, we sidetracked because we want to tell everybody about that fun, that that fun project, but. Uh, we actually had a topic tonight. We do. We oh, have a topic. Yeah. Hey, look at that. So the redirector, which is interesting because, um, hey, there's Cash the Line. Glad you're here <laughs> with us. Uh, he knows all about the secret. And, and what's mm-hmm. nice is that our network hasn't spilled the beans. To, well, they might have. We just don't know. They haven't done it on air. We just know that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard somebody go, hey, uh, Jeff told me what the answer was to the, uh, the thing. Yeah. So. 
We are going to redirect to the redirector topic now. That's right. Interesting. Um, I put this out there and I had some people say, I've never heard of a redirector. Have you ever had anyone say to you, well, do you use the term redirector for what we're going to talk about tonight? At least part, partly. And for me, I don't. I've heard the term, but okay. it's not generally called that here. Okay. Um, but we're going to go into it. And there's another name that we use too that we're going to talk about later too. But um, it, it is an interesting it's an interesting topic because when we started talking about it, I was uh, we're always trying to get people to push a little bit further on their creativity or their caches. Right. And uh, this is one good way to do it. If you've never heard of this before, some of you will go, oh, we call that this in this area. But yes, I think it's always a good way to add something extra to a cache, which you always should. Yeah. Um, Udak, who's in California, says this is local to Texas. Good question, um, Udak. I'm not sure where this it's kind of like uh, north dakota uh, i'm sorry south dakota calls nanos blinkies mm -hmm. so maybe it is regional um i will give you the definition and i want to tell if i can uh jesse the the story of the very first well where you were introduced to this yeah how i got introduced to a redirector so here's my definition of it. Maybe this helps, and we're going to talk about something else. And people may know what uh, may know what is something else, and you might be able to guess what that yeah. is. Jesse's got some info on that. We're going to talk about. It's a stage that is out outside the typical standard container, redirecting the cacher to another location or stage. The reason I say it's because in my mind, most redirectors are not in or on a con or are not inside of a container like a stage. Right. So it's not a standard step one of a multi-cache. Right. It's right. not a container and then go to, you know, go to North, right. whatever after right. that. It's okay. not like you find a pill bottle, you open it up and there's coordinates, coordinates, you go to the next one. That's just a stage. To us, that's to me, what I understood is to be, is not a redirector, but. Come on now, pill bottle. Nobody that listens to this show would hide a pill bottle. So that didn't even. None of us would do that. So. But, um, so, so here's the story, story time with Gary. We were going to go to this cache. Um, I think it was labeled a multi-cache. I'd have to go back and look. It's gone now, but, um, we went to this location, the Motley caching crew, by the way, MCC is getting, getting together this Saturday. So, you know, hide your families and all that. So we don't come cause trouble hide your caches because we're coming out um we were at this location and it just said to go to this they give you the cords they go go to this court go to this location and you will get information about the cache and so we do we went to that location right yeah people are saying waypoints mm -hmm. um udac caught on the one that you have jesse is offset so okay yeah um so yeah, Huskermatic, very good. Yep, pouring pouring water on a, something to see the new, the next next chords. That's a mm -hmm. good one. This one was fascinating to me. I thought this was was a great idea. So we get to this location. We're looking around. We're looking for a container. And there's you know six of us. We're looking around, and you know I'm not the greatest cashier, but the people with me are really good. We're not <laughs> finding anything. <laughs> right. 
we're looking around. We're like, there's, I think, it, you know, it could be gone. I mean, we all know that we're not, we're not claiming it's gone yet, but we're like, this, we may have to just kind of DNF and move on, guys. So you you we, put it in for archive, right? Put it for archive. No, no, put it in for archive for another show. That okay, was, okay, sorry. It's for another show coming up soon. Yeah. Another show about DNFs and stuff. We'll, oh, we'll I did it backwards. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's for another oh, show. Like yeah. yeah. There you go. Um. So we're we're still looking a little bit. We we we're still looking. So I found fishing line. Mm -hmm. I found three of them, and um, I thought that's kind of odd. These, these things are really well, you know, somebody attached it to the tree. It's not like it just sort of happened. Right. It didn't. Yeah. And so they're, they were, you know, you could tell they were purposefully put on this tree. I thought it was kind of odd. I thought, well, maybe the, the container was, was, was attached to this fishing line. And I said, Oh guys, it might be gone. Uh, I don't, you know? And so they're like, so we're looking at it and I don't think it was me. I think one of the other guys go, there are knots in this fishing line. All three of these fishing lines, there's knots. Mm. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is this is cool. So we start adding up, we start looking at the knots, and sure enough, they gave um, uh, coordinates. They had, um, I think there was three, maybe there was five, I'm, I forget the exact number, it's been a while back. But anyway, the knots... When you looked at them, if you add them up and they were like, there'd be like three knots and there was a space and there'd be like five knots to, you know, five people had tied knots, you know, in the, and made it very carefully. They left spaces in them. And from that, we got the coordinates. So you could clearly see there was like three, five, eight or something like that. And the next one was another one. And we could figure out from that. Oh, okay. There you go. Pizza Ninja. Yeah, some other people have seen it. So okay, you've seen something like that before. Okay, yeah. So that from that we were able to find it, and of course the crazy story was, um, we were still caching, and some lady walked over. We were in a cemetery. Some lady walked over with no shoes on, saying that she was stuck in the mud down the road, and so we had to finish up and help, go help. But it was kind of weird. Made for a weird day. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Go get her out of the mud. But anyway. But that, that little was, bit added a bunch. I'm sure y'all all favorited that cash. Yo, had to. I yeah. mean, you have to. I mean, how often do you find a redirector that was like that? Um, you know. Yeah. And that compared to a simple traditional or something else. Um, yeah, exactly. Is, uh, that probably costs 10 cents to do. Yeah. And just a little creativity, but that added so much to your day. For you know, you're talking about that when you're. You, do you even remember the next cache you found? You probably don't. No, <laughs> but you still remember that one because somebody added a little bit of creativity to it, right? Exactly, and uh, not a container, and that's why we call them redirectors because, um, yeah. I don't know. That's what I, I, I was told. That's what they're called, and that's what I was always told. But anyway, so we've got some other ones uh, that we want to list out that are not containers. So. You'd come up with one that you'd, I don't know if you've seen one before, but. Yeah, this is a pretty common one in my area. And um, what, I, what I want to add before we even start this, in case we forget, is we try to uh, list ones that we think most of them. There's a couple that we're going to talk about that are a little more complicated, but most of these super easy to do and add so much to a cache, right? Exactly. And then over here now, 
for international listeners, it's a little different, but for the people in the U.S., mostly, now this is a regional thing too, but multi-caches are not hit tons. Right. That's dependent on the area. I know that, right? But a lot of times that's because of maintenance and everything else. But these are little things you can add to really add to a multi-cache. Not that these all have to be multi-caches, and we'll probably get into that in a little while, but um, it's very common to be multi-cache, but this could add something really interesting to uh, the next cache you throw out there, right? Absolutely. So before we get to the next one, Udax says, how much info is given on the cache page? It's interesting to me, but could be tough, frustrating for newbies. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. So not just newbies. I, you know, I'm going to bail out a, a few people here. So I'm going to bail out the newbies. Uh, I was going to, well, we can bring it up later, but I'll bring it up later. I did one of these okay. and it was fairly, I mean, actually it was really simple and you'd be surprised at some of the reactions I got, but we'll get into that later. So, yeah. Okay, so the one we were talking about is QR codes. Yes. Uh, many people have probably seen those. That's a real common one around here. You'll uh, you'll go to stage one, and maybe there'll be a little QR code sticker somewhere. Um, now, you can get really complicated with QR codes. But we're not talking oh, about yeah. that today. But, um, and, and mean with them, too, right? Like, you can break it out on graph paper. You can do Legos. Those all work, and your phone will scan all those. But yeah. a simple QR code, I, I would call that a redirector. It's not a whole container. Just right. a little sticker. Um, and now, you know, we won't get into putting stickers on things, but um, it uh, it's a real simple way to to do and jump to another stage. Right. Now, with the QR code, you can do a lot more than just give coordinates. You could give a puzzle. You could do many things. But it's a simple – it can be a simple redirector to go, you know, okay, go, uh, you know, north, whatever, or it's 30 feet to your east. You know what I mean? So it mm-hmm. – a QR code is a simple thing, and anybody can print out a QR code. If you Google it, print a QR code, it'll 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 do it for you. Yeah. Um, and you can put anything a lot of information in there. So that's a good one, and that's real common around here. You'll see those start off a lot like that, um, especially when they're wanting to do, you know, some kind of series of multi caches or something, but they can't necessarily put containers. Although technically, that would be considered you're adding something there, so it's a physical stage, right? Sure. Um, now, do people fudge that? Nah, that's another show. But um, I got to stop saying that. I only have one beer tonight. So. Yeah, that's right. That's okay. Um, yeah, Direwolf mentions about NFCs. Um, uh, NFCs would be one. Uh, I don't see many near field communication items. Yeah, those are absolutely out there, though, but I have not seen any of those in my area at all. Which reminds me of a chirp cache. I mean, mm-hmm. how, I mean, I have seen a chirp cache. I don't think I've, I think the one we tried, we tried to do a chirp cache once and it was, it wasn't working. So. Yeah. I've only done a couple of those. And I did them with other people that had the the proper equipment. The garment, right. Yeah. And uh, that would be a redirector too, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no physical, well, there's physical there, but you're not supposed to. There's no container. Yeah. You're not, there's no container. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So there's several in KC that use NFCs. Okay, cool. Good to know. Um, oh wow! So Northwest Arkansas has got an NFC. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's neat. Um, okay, so the next one we were talking about, uh, and we we kind of talked about this one, and it really felt so. It's a good one. Yeah, it is. But like many other things, uh, a lot of things fall into multiple categories, right? Yeah. So technically, this would be under the night cash category. But right. we all know, and if anybody wants to admit it, how many people have found a night cache during the daytime? 
<laughs> you know, sure, raise your hand. We, yeah. We've all done it, right? Especially when it comes out during the daytime. You know, people are rushing FTF before it's dark, right? Yeah. Um, but fire attacks. Yeah. Fire attacks are redirectors because they're small things placed at the stage that are pretty easy to interpret most of the time. Right. And then you just another direction or another to another stage, right? Um, those fire attacks don't have to be in the shape of, you know, commonly what you'll see is like a little arrow. Um, or, you know, keep following them. You know, you're on the right trail, but you could easily use those fire attacks to give coordinates, um, to true. give distance to the next cache or to give degrees, you know, for which direction you should be walking next. There's a lot of things you could do with those. Yeah. I did a, I did an urban night cache. And what I did is I, to make it sort of clear as to what you want to do, if you found one white fire attack, mm -hmm. you were to then, assume that you are to continue to find single white fire attacks. And so you kind of, you get to that one and then you, 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 you scan your, your light uh, flashlight around until you found another fire attack and you sort right. of tried to follow it. And then I put a note in there that once you got to a, a, a place where there were three fire attacks, three white fire attacks, that was where the final was going to be. Yeah. Well, simple, but well, and real simple before, you know, uh, you could see how you could combine that with like um, one of those choose your own adventure, right? So as you write through, if you want to go, if you want to choose this path, you know, follow the white tax. If you want to right. choose this path, follow the red tax. Yeah, you, you could, could do really it. get creative with that for really cheap and a lot, you know, but oh, add yeah. a lot of creativity to something like that and still have one container at the end. Right. It makes for a perfect redirector. Mm -hmm. um, another one, this is, um, and there's many variations on these themes. We're just trying to give you. Them, yeah. So this next one, again, another one that the old Motley Cash and Crew found. Uh, we were searching for another stage of a multi, and we got to a uh, park bench. And we're searching, you know, like usual, mm -hmm. we're trying to find a magnetic key holder or something. And we're striking out. And, um, we're sort of starting to wonder, you know, because we're think we're at the right spot. We're, you know, we're checking our phones. We're like, this has got to be it. Somebody had found uh, what the person had done was they had taken a washer, pretty good size wash, metal washer, mm -hmm. and they had removed. I don't know what was there before, but they they placed on the park bench and put the screw back for the for the on the park bench. A metal washer. Well, they had taken the metal washer home or they had bought one and brought it there and it had been etched with the coordinates on the washer to go to the next stage. And so to me, that was really cool that, that somebody had taken the time and effort to, you know, leave a stage there that was etched in the, on that washer. Mm -hmm. Then it's just something similar, something simple like that. Again, is easy to, you know, it's, it stands out. It's memorable. I mean, I still right. remember it because of that. Um, you know, and that's why, as we've said before, you know, we want to, we want to up our game. We want to make sure that we're leaving, you know, good caches, you know, and cool type of caches. Mm -hmm. And without getting into the long debate part, this could fit into multiple cache types. So the yeah. obvious is multi, right? Also puzzle. Yep. Uh, where I go, definitely. Yep. Um, not traditional. It shouldn't be a traditional. No. 
Um, you wouldn't really do virtual. Um, letterbox could also be, you could do could something be. like that for letterbox as well. Yeah. So these ideas can work with many of the cache types you're putting out there. So outside of your standard traditional, you probably, I, I can't think of where it would fit into a traditional without breaking the rules. Um, yeah. Because actually, I can, but, you know, I, I'm not going to encourage that. Yeah. <laughs> there are some loopholes out there, right? But, right. Um, but we're talking about, you know, some of the non traditional types. These are great little add ons. Um, yeah. Uh, tell me what you think about this one. Um, this was one I put out. I think I've used it as a mystery or an unknown question mm -hmm. mark cache, whatever you want to call it. And I sent people to four different locations. And um, each of the locations had, well, um, when you get there, you're like, what am I looking for? And I think I gave them some kind of clues about um, about the cache being a directional cache and that, and that you would understand once you got to the final location. And I mm -hmm. gave them the final location too. So I think some people went to the final and looked at it and goes, oh, okay, I understand what you're trying to do now. Yeah. But I sent them to, I had found in town uh, places where the four the four court, the four directions of the compass were located. So, mm -hmm. um, I think I sent them to like a, it was a North Texas, um, Ford dealership or something like that. And so there mm -hmm. was North anyway, right. all four locations had the words in them, uh, South side apartments or something. There's that. Yeah. So, but I sent them in a certain order. So I sent them to either North, South, East, you know, North, South, East, West, I don't forget. But anyway, the idea was you had to go. I, I sent, sent them to specific locations on purpose because when you get back to the final, it was a ammo can and it was uh, locked. And if have you ever seen these locks, they have the North, South, East, West. They're a four directional lock. Mm -hmm. So, and I had made sure it was you know, properly labeled, but you had to go, you know, South, North, East west and then whatever and then and then the 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 lock would open yeah so again no there was nothing at those four locations other than information about how to open the the lock right right now that's a uh that's a fun way right like it didn't really it doesn't take much more maintenance than anything as long as the businesses stay yeah um, it, it doesn't uh it doesn't cost you anything more. It doesn't, you know, change the diff I mean, difficulty is based on what it is, but, um, but I think it probably adds a lot more to that cash than just throwing a pill bottle under a bush. Right. Right. Uh, the next one, actually, I, I want to throw one in there. Um, if I can, uh, Jesse in front of that, mm -hmm. tell us about the one you found one time that was a phone number called. Did you find one in up, up near your up near your brother in Ohio? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. I believe um, it may have belonged to somebody that's they're not here today. Um, that we're from it, we're all familiar with. In Ohio, um, it was a pretty cool. Um, I believe it was a virtual. Okay, one of the newest virtuals when they first came out, right? Um, but uh, you went to the different stages and. Um, each stage you went to, it would give you a call-in number, and you would call in, and uh, you would input some information. If you got it right, it would tell you where to go next. 
Oh wow! It was like Google, it was like a series of uh, it wasn't Google Voice numbers. Um, there was a different version of that, right? Um, but it was quite impressive. Now it would work with Google Voice. You know, he had a a, a more uh, extensive system than that, but Google Voice would absolutely do it. And you, there's a lot of those pre-recorded phone numbers out there that you can do. Um, one you'll also see is uh, email, right? Um, you'll see email that'll give an automatic return, and the return email will give you like the coordinates for the final. Yeah. Um, uh, but phone numbers or email will do those. And it just adds a little, I mean, let's be honest, you have a phone with you. So it's not like you have to have special equipment for that, right? Right. You probably have a phone with you if you're cashing, or if you're alive right now, you probably have a phone. Um, if you're in this game at all, uh, mm -hmm. but it adds a lot. Owen has one like that. Oh yeah. The Tommy two-tone one. Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that's very cool. Um, that sounds familiar. I wonder if I found that one. I think I have. If yeah. not, I've just talked about it. Um, yeah. But that simple little addition, again, Google Voice numbers are nothing. They cost zero dollars. Um, emails, you can definitely get emails anytime, right? Yeah. Email with a certain subject line, and it can be your regular email. There's certain ways to set it up. Like if I get one from that has this in the subject line, return this message. Yes. Um, I love it. It costs nothing other than it takes a few seconds to Google how to do those things. And it adds a ton to it, right? Because you're it's yes. multimedia again. You're adding tons to it. There's no, and you could do that without a physical stage, right? You could send them. Stage one could be a statue. Oh yeah. Or a plaque. You read something off the plaque, and they have to call in with the answer to that, and then it sends them back to you know the next stage or whatever. Um, <laughs> you could put that in the yeah JC Jenny. Yeah. JC Jenny. Now, if you can do that, that'd be awesome, right? Um, um, you, but you could do that even without that. You could just put in the, I guess you could put stage, stage, virtual stage in the cash page. You wouldn't even have to give them a, I mean, no, yeah, you could, you could do it from just the cash page, right? Or yeah. you could do it from a location where they have to gather information, right? Depending exactly. on how you want to do it, but you could easily make that a redirector. Like, I mean, that you could send them to a, a statue in a park and that cash could be in that park, right? Oh, yeah, it could, you know, it, it could return a message of, you know, North 10 degrees, 50 feet, you right. know, something simple like that. And, um, but that adds a little bit more to it, right? Anytime you add more to the cash, uh, I'm not saying so to the point where it's frustrating, <laughs> but yeah. if you're adding a little more fun stuff to the cash, oh, sure, that makes that experience that much better. And people actually remember it, which is what we want, right? We want those caches that if we're putting them out, that people remember them and have fun with them. And, and you know, they remember them three years later to talk about them. So, oh, absolutely. Um, I know we've heard of these. I don't know. I'm trying to remember if I've ever done one. I think I would. You have done one because I built it. Oh, okay. It was a lab cache, but it was at 14er. <laughs> that's true. At 14er. Yeah, that is. Yeah. No, that's true. I, I, I didn't think about it. It's a lab cache. Yeah. Which is radio broadcasts. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was a great, that was a great idea. Um, you don't see many of those. Yeah. I like the fact that you did that. Yeah. And now these sometimes cost a little more if you're going to get into doing one of these, right? If you don't have the right setup, but yeah. you can get an FM modulator pretty cheap that'll broadcast over, you know, FM rate or AM, FM, whatever it is. Right. Um, and it'll play a message, right? Now there's some really fancy gadget style slash creative style caches out there that have a broadcast that runs 24 seven or whatever. Yeah. It's the same stuff. Um, you may even have one of these things at your house. If you're big into Christmas, and you want to play Christmas music, there's so lights. A lot of people have these. Yeah. If you have one of those, you can make a pretty amazing cache at your house 
Yeah. Because they'll only broadcast, you know, 100 feet or whatever they do. Yeah. But it yeah. can play a message continuously that if somebody pulls up and turns on the radio, now yeah. they can hear it. Um, I love and the that idea. would be super fun, right? If you yeah. pull up one of those, that's very cool. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. I love that. Um, there's got, there's, there should be more of those. That's a fun, that's a fun idea. It's a redirector. It, yeah, absolutely. Because it doesn't have to be anything that they physically find. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but super fun, right? I mean, you're getting a favorite point from the very beginning oh, on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, no brainer. That's going to get Any a favorite point. You come upon, they should get a favorite point. Yeah. Unless they just totally flub the final, you know, like put it in the mud or in sticker <laughs> or something or on private property. Yeah. These should earn one. Yeah. Yeah. Sharon, you're right. WB Tim has one mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, the next one I have seen Joshua find one like this and I tried to buy one, one time that, um, now they're a little more prevalent just because of the world we live in, mm-hmm. but it is the fake security camera, which now you can buy easily. The trick though, is to get it to, and again, I'm probably a little bit of Arduino work. I'm sure bounce mounts could explain it in about 10 seconds about how you could create this, but as a matter um, of fact, it could be a future show. Who knows? It could be a future show on gadget talk, but um, have you ever found one where you get there and there's a fake security camera, which you don't know at first whether it is or not. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it for a minute, it starts, it's blinking and it's blinking the, um, coordinates to the next location. And if you look at it, you're like, Oh, it just blinked three times and there's a pause. What's going on here? So I have never done one of those, although I would love it. Oh yeah. I mean, incredible. So I don't know how he how he figured out that one, but it's an it's an incredible idea to do that. And so, uh, and can you imagine the first time you f- you would even figure something like that out that you would go, oh yeah, oh my gosh, look at it. It's, it, and you're like, no big deal. It's blinking. Who cares? And then you're like, wait a minute, there's something going on here. <laughs> and then you figure yeah. it out. Let's, I mean, that's to know. I well, guess I mean, that's now granted that's much more complex than all the rest of these. Right. Yeah. And you need to get permission if you're doing these kind of things. And, you know, if, um, and really, if we're talking about that one, that's uh that's gadget talk, right? I mean, they, they go over that big time. Um, Absolutely. How to do all these things. He hasn't gone over that one on the show yet, but he definitely can. Yeah. And we're, we're going to transition here to another section, but another one, that I would, we, 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 the Jess and I put in the redirector category, which are UV ink. Um, so you would get to a location. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Goblin Dust has one of those. That, oh, I, yeah. I, that not, does not surprise me one bit. No, not surprising. <laughs> no, not a bit. He, he's in that um, elite kind of thing going on yeah. there. Um, so, um, UV ink is a great mm-hmm. idea to have for, um, you get to a location, you're looking around, you don't know what, you know, you know, you, you can't quite figure it out. Maybe you get a clue, you pull out your UV light. Sure enough, there's coordinates or something. That have you there. found any with UV ink? I am trying to think if I have or not. I don't think I have. 
I had a cache where it was a stage, so it's it's a different different topic. So I'm I'm straying from our redirectors, but it had a piece of paper that was blank, but yet UV ink and then that thing. Yeah. Have you ever found a UV ink one? So I have. I've actually found a few. Okay. Um, cool. Um, I've only found one where I did it the proper way and used the UV flashlight. You know, the UV the little light. Yeah. Right. Um, the other ones, I'm not gonna say I cheated. I just used other tools. Oof. So, um, I found one and it was close to here and I was actually hunting for an FTF on this one. Right. So right. kind of in a race. I don't know if the cash page said UV, but when you got there, it was obvious what it was. Oh. Um, however, I didn't have a UV flashlight with me. So I was scrambling because <laughs> in my area, FTF, and it was for a while, it's not as much right now. But it used to be like a race. Release the hounds. (laughs) Yeah. So you're going for it, right? And this is right in town, and it wasn't a hard one. It was just a two-stager in town, right? Okay. Um, So I get there, and I'm like, crap, what am I going to do? It's daylight outside. It's not even close to dark. There's no, you know. Yeah. So I found out that um, if I take a picture of it with my phone, so I, I put my phone's camera on it. Yep. And then I started going through all the filters I had on one of the photo edit apps. Yeah. And eventually I could see it. Oh, wow. So I don't know if you're supposed to be able to do that, you know, but uh, I just got Clever. lucky. It's the only chance I had. I thought maybe the exposure or something would do it. And yeah. uh, eventually I got the coordinates. They were a little fuzzy, but I was able to get them. And uh, I got FTF on that one. Lori says she's got one too. That has a venture with UV light. Um, and Sherry says they've all got, they have a few UV caches in her area. And, uh, I used to carry one in there, but I don't have one in my my kit anymore. I didn't have it that day for sure, but uh, yeah, that's or let the batteries go dead, which also happens, right? Well, that's true. Yeah, that's a great that's a great thought uh, to do. I need to I need to. I'm making a note. I'm going. I want to do another. I want to do a UV one soon. So, yes, that's great. I know it's not the way it's intended, but it it did work. So that's slick. Yeah, that is really cool. I used to think that the shelter, the one in Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, until we found out what it was, um, I used to think that was, it was done with UV. Yeah. But it, yeah. alas, it turned out it was not. So No, it was not. All right. So we're going to switch. We're switching gears. And I, the last one, I think, Jesse, fits into your offset. So, And it's also a cautionary tale, too, right? So um, in, when I thought about this, I thought about offset caches. Which yes. is kind of a category. That's kind of an official name. If you look in the knowledge book, they mention offset caches. Um, uh, that's kind of what we call them here. If there's no physical stage or if there's something that, you know, you get to a location and you do something else or we pick up some information and go, they call them offset. That yeah. fits into multiple categories. Um, it does. So I searched kind of through, and I, I know this is the sacrifice I make for the show. I went into the forum. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm brave. Christy held my hand while I was typing in. That's dangerous. Um, it was scary. I uh, turned all the lights on. Now, um, so there was a couple different things I found, and it'll kind of explain offset in a way that other people have done it. Uh, one was. Uh, Went over the whole thing. That's see, he thought the same yeah. way I did. Uh, an offset cache where you go to a location and get hints to the actual cache is considered a multi cache. Sometimes the hints have been a distance bearing from an object at ground zero. Sometimes the hints have been values to be added, subtracted from the decimal minutes of the posted coordinates. Sometimes the hints have, uh, have been something else. Um, so 
And there's another one on uh, Snap Geocaching, which is a blog, uh, okay. international blog. And um, it's at an offset or projection geocache, another term that we've heard, projection, yep. is when you go to the posted coordinates on the cache page, get some information either from something at the coordinates or from information on the cache page. Okay. Um, do some math and then determine your next place to search. Okay. That's a couple different versions of those, of what people call them. Yeah. Um, I, there's, I, I've seen a couple. Tell me, tell me where you think this might fit. Okay. Um, I posed this to the, to my Motley caching crew and they said there's a cache. It's, it's disabled or archived now, but they said there was one in our general East Texas area where you would go to uh, a location that had like a, it was like a sign. And at the sign, <laughs> you would interact. <laughs> you suck at posting. I put that one up there. That's, That's great. great. <laughs> it's called an offset cache when you suck at posting the real coordinate, the zero coordinates. <laughs> it could, or you could put some creativity into it also. Yeah, that's true. Um, I will, I'm going to bring up their note about this because I'm trying to remember what, because I hadn't found this cache, but apparently you went to the sign mm-hmm. and, um, I'll see if I can find some more info, but uh, the other one that I thought of was um, you would um, well, like my north, south, east, west ones. Are those offsets? Are the is that? I think well, sort of, but it's multiple offsets, right? Yeah, That's where you have to go to multiple locations to get information. Um, so you're not actually finding physical stages because you didn't put anything at those locations. Right. You're gathering information for how, how did you label that one? A multi or I used, I think, I think it did as a mystery. Okay. That works too, right? That does. It does. Um, yeah. So was in, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up another one while we're, it was in Winfield. Um, Oh, okay. Smoky Bear in Dangerfield State Park. It's archived. Okay. Um, oh, required you to do math at the marker. So I guess we, I mean, we've all seen where you have to go to a, you go to a location and you, then you, you have to then, um, you you then have to do you know like you said you math there yeah yeah he says um, yeah so you go to a location um, you you can park very close to stage one unlike you're not looking for a nano or a bison mm-hmm. and he gives the information um, use the historical marker with, I mean that's similar to stage one but I think they did. Um, the way they did it, it was a little more different in the fact that um, you had to um, you had to really look through and then do some do some math. So it's sort of a stage where well, I it's guess a it's virtual somewhat, stage, right? I mean, they didn't add yeah. anything to the location. It's you know they're picking something up and. That could you know easily fall under the multi or, or any category, not yeah, it does. But, um, and not traditionally a virtual, although we'll get into that some of the time. But yeah, um, 
the uh, that falls in that category, right? It's a redirector. You're you're they're going to first location to either gather information or get something that you need, and yeah. then go to another location. Um, yeah. You know, could you technically stumble upon that other location? Probably, but um, you know, it, that's it's just it's adding one more little step to it, which I think is, I think is a fun thing. Yeah. I don't know that everybody does. Right. Well, true. Uh, I did one with uh, Google, uh, a Google voice somewhere where I made it sound like it was a radio broadcast, Mm -hmm. but I also thought about in a sense, aren't where I goes that are, uh, they can be a play anywhere. Where I go, yeah. I mean, in a sense, because you can play them anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, those are um, those are redirector type. Um. Um. Yeah. Well, they are, but it, I would say a play anywhere alone wouldn't be. Uh, you know, there's no real definition of it, right? Because it's not an official term that they they categorize. However. Let's say, and I've done some of these before, um, where it goes that have multiple stages and you have to go to a stage and gather some information. Right. And you have to put that information back in the where I go to then find out your next stage. Yeah. Now, technically, yeah. it's all still stages of a where I go. Yeah. But that's kind of along the spirit of it, right? Right. Um, but, uh, you know, that's kind of where this gets gray, right? We're talking about we're talking about this as a way to add something to your cache is not really to define a new term, you know, or call it redirectors or offset or projection cache. Cause quite common. One of the ones that you'll see is a projection. Yeah. Projection. Um, Here I'll, um, I like those. They, they obviously take more work. They do. I'm going to pull up a super simple one that I did. Okay. Um, Now the reason why I did this is because if you're a nerd like me and you like to read the rules, (laughs) <laughs> one of the uh, one of the things in the challenge rules, Funny. it says the container must be placed at coordinates on the cache page, either as posted coordinates or as a visible final waypoint. Okay. Oh, that last little part sounds interesting to me. So I said, I'll jump on that one. So I hit a cache. It was a simple challenge. Um, I'm going to pull that up here and we'll, yep. uh, we'll share that one. Call it the Easter Island challenge. Okay. Um, the reason for that, Wait, how do I? Okay. Um, the reason for that is make sure that's scrolling down. Is it scrolling down right for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so the, right. and I called it the Easter Island challenge, and it was a challenge cache or whatever, and I put all the information in there. Easter Island, yeah. But it's because I found this thing. <laughs> it, does look, it does look very Easter Island. I was like, oh gosh, there has to be a cache nearby that. Um, <laughs> that's great. So now, not only that, this is giving away GZ. By the way, well, sure, but this it, it, the posted coordinates are not GZ. Okay, so I put in there. There's a whole story about Easter Island and everything else, and clearly on the cache page. For those who are uh, watching, you can see this. For those who are listening to audio, he's looking, um, it says yeah. there is one more mystery here, and it says clearly in bold, offset distance 652 meters, bearing 208.31 degrees. Okay, perfect. Um, so. Knowing that, right. you, you should know that it's not there. If you read the description at all. And I also put on there, so not trying to hide anything and make it hard, right? This was a, uh, it was a three, but I don't remember the challenge on this one. What was the challenge? Um, 
Oh, you even have you have a you even have a checker on it. <laughs> yeah, I got a checker on it. And everything. It's a challenge cash. Uh, you need to fill in your calendar without mysteries of any kind. So you had to do. You can only use traditional caches, right? So um, I cash count it down to the bottom. And I'll the final if you read if you read the description. <laughs> yeah, but I also put a final location. So it's a waypoint there where the final is. You don't even have to do the calculations if you don't want to. <laughs> that's, that's, you would be surprised now. Oh, I'd be all over the place. To so sadly, it only got found three times yeah. um, before it ended up, the area got changed, right? Yeah. So it only lasted like six months. Um, however, we have a pretty tight group here, right? Yeah. Um, so I know a lot of people, there's only one DNF on it. Well, that's bogus. <laughs> um, because of- I knew a lot of people that were saying that called me, that emailed me, were like, "I can't find your cash. I think it's missing." I'm like, "No, it's not missing. Where are you standing at?" Yeah, they're like, um, "Kind of in the middle of the road." I'm like, "You're at the wrong location." I say, "Go back and read it again." <laughs> um, and some people were not happy. Right. I'm like, even though it's clearly in bold and it has a waypoint, so um, <laughs> that's great. You know. Uh, I could have at the very beginning put this cache is not at listed coordinates. However, I wanted people to read the description. Yeah. I'll put it in. It was in there. I said, you know, there's still a mystery to solve. Um, <laughs> not everybody liked that. It's funny. Uh, uh, not everybody liked it. A couple people searched for it. They were qualified for it because it wasn't a super easy challenge, right? It's yeah. a 365 of a traditional calendar. Um, but uh, sadly, uh, it, it's just, you know, people didn't want to, you know, yeah. Like, like cash Canada said, I could have put the cash is not at the posted coordinates. However, in bold, I put it as an offset cash yep. and I put the final coordinates at the bottom. So <laughs> everybody's device should have shown that. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes people get caught up in the hurry and don't want to actually read what's going on. Yeah. Um, now you decide out of all the stuff we've talked about, um, you decide whether you want to make it tricky, yeah, or be because you did not know when you went to those coordinates what you were looking for. No, when you found the knots in the tree, right? Right. That turned out great. This was a simple projection, um, but people pull it up on the thing and they just immediately go there, right? They just assume a challenge is going to be there, one hundred percent. Yeah, they don't even try to read. They say, "Oh, it's this challenge." I maybe they did the Project GC thing ahead of time. Maybe they didn't, um, but. Uh, you know, I wasn't trying to be super tricky. However, however, found it, they liked it. Sure. Cause so, yeah, clever. One of those things when you're adding creativity to a cache, decide how tricky you want to be. Some people want to be super tricky. Yeah. Kind of spoon feed people. And there's all those in between. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, never assume. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, so, as we were, you know, we'll start to wrap up tonight. I, I think that there are different ways to do things like that. Like you said, I've got, um, and we're kind of sort of veering into what you can do with them. But I think that redirectors can be. Direwolf really, may be correct again. He wins the comments tonight. You weren't trying to be super. And he crazy. is right. I chuckle when people didn't figure it out. You're absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> And, uh, and Hugh did mention that not everybody is going to be able to answer this question tonight because not yeah. everybody has access to the FTF magazine. 
Yeah. Um, and you know, not everybody, uh, not everybody's going to be able to answer any of the questions, but this one is a little harder. You would have to have back issues. Um, yep. or there are many, many people out there that yeah, will actually share to be a part of the drawing. So yep. people have information. We have a lot of good people that'll do it. Um, but just like everything, this one's not a gimme. This one's going to be a little harder. Yeah. And this is harder. We didn't tell you what year either. No. So you don't, you might not even have every year. So this one could be a hard one for some people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's difficult. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. That's right. Uh, and we always, so this is a drawing, right? It's not a first person to get it in. It's a drawing. No, it's a drawing. Share information. Don't share it. In a, don't share it in the chat. No. <laughs> share it so we don't see it. We don't care. Share it. We want people in the drawing. We want to have fun. Um, and we also want to promote FTF Magazine. So, um, and, and the promotion. But uh, yeah, absolutely. AR caster redirectors. Oh yeah, you know what? They are, right? It's just like uh, where I go. They probably fall into their own category, but you are getting redirected to the cache location. Um, now they can be quite complicated. Yeah, that's a question we might want to we might pose to Brian next time he's on the show. Um, it would really be good because yeah, exactly. Never now, assume. Should we ask Brian if they're ever coming back? Well, I think we should. I think we should pose that question. But <laughs> I, I like doing them. Yes, um, Letterbox Hybrid, excellent for redirect. Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. We need to do a show on Letterboxes coming up soon because we should. Those are really people, not the ones I've. Ninety-five percent of the ones I've found were not the true spirit of Letterboxes. Right. Um, but that's for another show, of course. But um, I, I think uh, I think ARs would fall into that too, right? Anything that that redirects you, and now I understand that's kind of a whole different ball of wax, right? It's yeah, I like them. I did I did one. I think I mentioned uh, I did one in Hot Springs, Arkansas. That um, I was cool. I mean. It, you know, it was the kind where you hold, you know, well, they all were ARs. You pretty much hold up in the air and then you, you would take it and mm -hmm. you know, give you information. But um, the one I've got, first one in Texas, mm -hmm. AR, um, it's obviously it's a redirect. You get to the right location, you watch a video and it gives you information. So again, it's a redirector. Yeah. There's no, the, the final is just the final. Um, Mine's the same way. I think we built on it at the same time, but uh, yeah, we're trying to. Well, I tried to build it really fast because I want to be the first. <laughs> I still have it. Mine's actually uh, a travel bug hotel now. Oh, sweet! So I, yeah. I had I had a container, I had a good safe location for it to be, and yeah, that's good. And it's close enough for me to go and drop trackables in. So I made um, a little AR slash TB hotel. So yeah, I didn't pick the best location for mine. Mine's in a park that's a mess, and so. Uh, I've had to make my final container has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. So. Oh, shame. You're one I, of those people. Well, I want to make sure it stays there. It keeps getting, it keeps disappearing. So yeah, and I don't want to archive it because we're not going to, I mean, we may never see them again. So yeah, I've, I actually, you know, I put out several AR caches, but um, not necessarily all for me. I've helped other people build them. Yeah. And uh, most of those have gone away now. Um, yeah, we even had a five-five one. Um, wow, but, uh, that was That's... a booger. <laughs> a booger um, ended in a pretty. It wasn't impossible, but it was. It wasn't super high, but it was a tree climb. I don't know. We're getting off topic, but 
it was a true climb that was especially during certain times of the year it was really hard to do right just surrounding it at other times of the year there wasn't a branch for quite a ways oh wow and it was a really well so not only did you have to climb the tree it wasn't like a bright container up there it was hard to find once you once you got up there once you got there yeah after you solved a puzzle to get a few puzzles to get there Wow. So it was a tricky one. I think there was five puzzles that went along with it. But uh, Wow, that is pretty slow. Um, sadly, it, it ended up getting archived too. But So I, I've got one or two left, and I'm trying to keep those alive. Yeah, that's, again, that's kind of for another show. There's one AR. We didn't get to do it. We were, we were hoping to do uh, one on our last trip to Arkansas. Sherry's familiar with it. Uh, it's about the 80s, and uh, we didn't get a chance. We kind of got... We we kind of had a we had a schedule that day, and mm-hmm. we needed to kind of want to stay on that schedule, and so um, you know those happen. But we'll, we'll go back to that area again sometime and do. But AR caches, we need to ask Brian. I really do. I think I think we could. I think we should see them come back. I think they're thinking about it. Yeah. So my completely uninformed opinion is. And what I would probably lean towards if I was Brian and those guys, um, considering the limited resources, I mean, they don't have like 500 rooms of IT programmers, right? Right. I think I would want to control the platform before I had 3 million people building them constantly, right? Yeah. Um, Whether they can incorporate into their own app or they have their, you know, you know, within their app or whether they have it in a different app. Um, I think I would want to control the platform because if they don't control it and all of a sudden somebody changes it, or let's say one of those other products started allowing non-family friendly stuff. Right. And they had no control over it. You don't want to send people to that. Yeah. Um, I th- you know, if they're, you know, Brian doesn't run it this way, but I, if I was running it, I would have it, in my control and have it on the geocaching app and I wouldn't share it with any APIs. Yeah. But I'm mean, Brian and them are not, they want everybody to have access to it, but I mean, you'd have to use my app to do it. Right. But yeah, um, I think we'll see them come back, but I mean, this is the, not the time, right? Um, no. 2020 to be launching all that. Now they may be programming right now, but I doubt they're taking on any huge projects right now. Other than trying to keep people alive and safe in the geocaching game. Yeah. Pizza Ninja knew where i go out hate to say that hey uh, don't you don't you dare do not dare don't say it don't delete it off your phone no because you'll never Um, but so anyway what get getting back on track it's easy to get me off track i know but um so one if you're hiding these be careful with what you do decide how tricky you want to make it or how frustrating just like a puzzle you want to do it you can do it super simple if your if your goal is to make a fun, easy cache, yeah, you can make it super simple and add the fun to it, right? Yeah. You don't have to make it super hard. Now, if you want to do it, go for it, whatever else. Um, but uh oh, cache line said HQ said they were updating the app and return to the store soon. Nice. Huh, okay. Oh, and yeah, Sherry said the where goes are need an upgrade. No argument. Half the reason I like him is because they're so clunky and frustrating. Um, they're yeah. not a fun cache to get into. The learning curve is high. It's terrible, but that's why I like them. But, um, so the, what I did was a projection. Yeah. You've probably seen those a bunch, right? Where 
you go and you get distance and bearing. And from there you, yeah. you find the second stage. Yeah. That's one that's extremely common in my area. And, um, those are kind of fun because you can do those with apps nowadays. You don't have to get out paper and pencil and everything else. Right. But you can really open your direction wide up with that and, you know, go to the location, gather, you know, what, what was the date on this and subtract a hundred and sure. that's, your, that's your degrees and then go this many feet, you know, subtract 200 and that's your feet. That really adds a little bit extra to it. And people with, you know, there's a bunch of online stuff that'll project. There's all kinds of apps that'll do it, but that doesn't take hardly much at all, but it, it really gets you more into that cash. I think. Yeah. One thing I did is we're again, so we're starting to get to the end here, but I did take that fishing line suggestion or fishing line experience mm -hmm. and I turned it around. And what I did was I, I put a cash out uh, birdhouse with a lock on it and I didn't, explain the what i didn't explain i explained that there's a clue nearby mm -hmm. that will give you the the code to open the and sure enough that's what i did i took the fishing line and i put a three-digit code on the fishing line that lets you then open the lock to open the cache so so is that a redirector or a reverse redirector yeah, really. I don't know what you'd call that. <laughs> um, I think yeah. I've mentioned it before, but I had one of my very first puzzles like that. Um, I hid the, you know, the it was just an ammo can painted yeah. up the story about a Sasquatch, that kind of funny thing. Right. But nearby, and I'm, I don't remember how I worded it, but I said nearby in a tree because the whole story was the Sasquatch keeps eating the hikers. Oh, okay. Everything, but he doesn't like their shoes, so he'll throw the shoes up in the tree. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. So... But similar, so you had to go to the cache location. I think it told them it was nearby within 20 feet or something like that. But yeah. up in the trees were shoes. Right. They each had numbers on them. So they didn't have to take them down, but that was the combination to the cache. That's sweet. So kind of a reverse redirector. Now we're really just making up our own terms, right? We are. But if you're gonna add a uh if you're gonna add a little something to it, might as well have fun with it. Now, could that still be a traditional? Yeah, Chrissy said that it was called the Squatch Cash. Yep, that's what it was. Uh, I don't think that's the name of it. But it's a funny name. I think it was the Big Thompson Squatch. Oh, okay. Anybody that knows anything about recent Colorado history will remember that there was also a Big Thompson, big Thompson flood. flood. Yeah, and Big Thompson it completely flood. wiped out the whole area. It buried it in like 30 feet of um, uh, 30 feet of like rock and boulder, and you can't even get unearthed in about 50 it's years. Not there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody is going to earn it and go. This is like pre-COVID games. Yeah, right? really. What's going on here? Um, but uh, it was. It's uh, a great idea. Fun. What now? Could that have been a traditional? Oh gosh! It's at the location, and the lock yeah. is on it. That's. I think that's what I did. I think mine was a traditional. And then it's just like a gadget cache, right? You have yeah, to like a, yeah. at the location, but. Yeah, hmm. I in fact I think I yeah I said that the the answer the the uh, the information on how to open this cache was within like thirty feet twenty feet I forget um, one of one of the ones I copied it was um, uh, one of West Virginia Tim's which is I hid little animals mm -hmm. oh yeah you know, in, in a, in a little area of a, of this, uh, 
uh, foresty area. And so you had to walk around. You had to find the different animals. And so you found a giraffe it was, that give you the letter G. And so when you go back, there's only, you know, it was one of those that it was a word lock, letter, yeah. letter lock. Yeah. And so you, you, you know, it, you could basically find the five animals and then you could, you know, I made sure that, you know, there was only one G so you could kind of, right. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's those, that's a, I, that could be a traditional and you're just, there's clues. It could be. Now, I don't know if that's a redirector a reverse redirector, a, <laughs> offset side stage or whatever <laughs> it is right information but uh redirector yeah the whole point on all of this i think though was it's something that's out there we all call it different names offset yeah. cache, side stage waypoint projection whatever redirector um but it's just to it's i guess just to bring up the fact that uh it's something that something little that you can add to your caches yeah. To really up the wow factor, right? With very simple, very simple thought and very simple uh, creativity, I think you can add a whole lot to a cache. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I think we are done to remind people. Yeah. We're, we're done. Uh, Podcast yeah. of Hope is um, <laughs> December 6th, starts at 4 p.m. Central, goes to midnight. Um, the link is already out there in case mm -hmm. you want to give now. And you, if you're not going to make it uh, prior to December 6th, you can go to fundraising.stjude.org forward slash POH 2020. And you can give today, give after the event. Mm -hmm. We encourage you to give the day of um, the podcast hope because you might win a prize. Uh, we right. give prizes away uh each hour and it's gonna be great um smash that like button smash that like button for us um and um i think that's it darren says cheers cheers to you my cheers to you mate uh great discussion good night everybody and here we go if i can click the correct button right <laughs> now you like i do that here we go Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight, as well as our new format. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. There we go. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.